King of the Hill. Let's step into the huddle. You're listening to the Pre-Snap Podcast brought to you by LineStar App, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now here are your hosts, fantasy football experts, Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizapia, and welcome to the Pre-Snap right here on the LineStar App. It is me. It is Scott Bogman, and it's you, and we're recapping the week that was, looking ahead to the week that will be. We've got Thanksgiving games. We've got Taysom Hill changing uh, his eligibility. We've got side dishes to talk about. We've got we got a lot going on, Bog. But I think that at the end of the day, you know, we've lost a rookie quarterback getting pulled. We lost a rookie quarterback to injury. Another look, rookie quarterback was in the million-dollar lineup. Boy, <laughs> there's a lot to process. I'm exhausted. We haven't even started yet. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a long, weird week. We have COVID stuff going on oh, with the Ravens. COVID I stuff. mean, that there's uh, all kinds of wackiness in uh, the holiday season of 2020 for sure. There's going to be a football player in our lifetime named COVID, right? With his first name, like that's going to happen, right? One hundred percent. I mean, okay. maybe maybe COVID might not make it to the NFL, but there will definitely be uh, college football COVID. Uh, <laughs> i mean i wouldn't be surprised if someone legally changed their name to get covid next year that would not be surprising you've seen uh, the key and peel bit right no i didn't I, i'm not not did it they did a covid you one? haven't seen the the not the covid oh. bit, the east west shrine game oh no where they're doing yes. all the names yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah x-wing at maliciousness <laughs> uh, missouri western state university uh, god bless you know i used to watch those guys when they were back on mad tv i feel like i was the only person yeah. watching that show but that show used to crack me up and those guys were so funny on it look at the success they've had look at those two guys god bless them. yeah they're they're great <clears throat> that show is the best so. They are. Get Out was fantastic, by the way. Peel's uh, yeah. film that, that you know won all those awards. So, well, I, I literally, you know, about thirty minutes in the movie, I was like, "Get out! What are you doing? Get out!" I literally <laughs> said those words out loud by myself watching the movie because it was so terrifying. This poor guy who was trapped <laughs> in this house. I can't do uh, horror movies. I live alone. You know it's, what? It's a it's suspense. not the fact that the stuff. I can't either. Me. I'm not meaning. Look, I don't do horror movies either. It, I ever. <laughs> I watched it because I had to vote for the awards, but I watch it, <clears throat> and it's more of a suspense film. It's not a horror movie, okay. but it's definitely worth watching. It's very, okay. very good. I mean, I'll, I I'll, I'll watch it eventually, but like living alone do- doesn't do me any favor because I can't watch like even the stupid horror stuff that, you know, like, uh, you know, the Annabelle movie. And all <clears> that oh, yeah. Stuff that, no, no, that, that, no. I'm even that you. stuff, like I- I'm going to bed and then I hear something. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter if it's real or not. It's probably just in my brain, but I can't do that stuff because I get freaked out and then I can't sleep. Well, look, as a, as a stupid boy from the city, I could tell you, like, the movies that scare me the most are always, like, those wrong turn movies where they're, like, just driving in West Virginia somewhere and there's, like, three inbred <laughs> brothers. That That's right there. That is a note. Like, I'm like, whoop, I can't do this. This scares I mean, the hell. This is my nightmare. This being is a my bit nightmare. of a country boy, you know, those guys are probably my cousins anyway. Probably. So probably, probably just, like, hey, Frank, how you doing? I was going to say, you're going to see them on Thanksgiving, probably, I would yeah. imagine. So, <laughs> you know, tell the boys yeah. I said hello. Yeah, and, Kevin uh, and COVID right there. Those are my cousins. And, so. Kevin and, COVID. and look, before we talk about football, one more quick story, because this is kind of funny since we're in it. So um, and this is why you listen to the podcast. You get your football, yeah. you get your fun, you get everything <laughs> here. And we're coming to you courtesy of the Lion Star app. So I want to make sure I get that in there. The Lion Star app right now, again, the, the best fantasy football tool site for DFS you're ever going to find. 
And uh, look, this is the time. Like you're you're at the end of seasons here. Go and upgrade to the premium product. Get lines or app if you haven't. And just help yourself. You see the tweets, people tweeting at us, the shots of them winning money and stuff. Baseball was incredibly productive when Bub and I were hosting that show. Same thing here, you know, so get in here with us and let's have a party. But you know how you always convince yourself, you know, you see a horror movie. Well, I don't live there. That didn't happen, right? Or whatever. Or any kind of movie that freaks you out. Well, I remember going to see The Sixth Sense. And I remember, um, you know, not being like freaked out by it, but it's a little, it's kind of an eerie kind of tone movie or whatever it is. And it was all shot where I was living in Philadelphia. And I was literally <laughs> passing on the way home at like two in the morning, those places. And I'm literally like going, oh my God, it's like 1.30 in the morning and I'm looking around for dead people on like Pine Street. <laughs> it was good because that never happens. Like you're never like, oh, you just saw this crazy horror movie and you're like, well, I don't live there. You know, like, no, no, I do. No, fact, I had a I movie right shot there in my apartment complex it was just a scene and i'm pretty sure it got well cut i don't from know if you movie. can talk about that movie well i mean the one in my apartment <laughs> was different but at my complex uh it was a, a scene for everything must go with will ferrell i don't know if you ever saw that oh, uh, he kind of played that. his will ferrell in a semi uh serious role so um but uh, but yeah <laughs> i kept i watched that movie to see my complex and i'm like yeah, they did not do that here. They, they cut whatever scene that was. It was only they were only at my complex for a day. So well, Very here strange. we go. Well, look, we're we're, we're going to be here the rest of the season, even though they were only there for right. a day. So let's talk about the million dollar lineup on FanDuel. So mad about this, Boggs. I told you when the show started before we actually started recording. I was like, I'm so mad. All these pieces and different lineups, right? The ch- this is so chalky. The only thing not good about this lineup, or or at least foregone conclusion about this lineup was the saints right because <laughs> the saints defense was 1.70 after that herbert henry gibson allen Thielen, deontay johnson Taysom hill and mike williams boggs come on man yeah that's a pretty nice lineup so uh congrats winning uh the money on that one but yeah i mean it's I so know chalky though about, it's so yeah just, you had pieces of on. that in every lineup but didn't put that one lineup together i mean that's the way the cookie crumbles right so well, look, and and all the percentages, 18, 14, 13, 26, 13. And, of course, Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill was almost 70% rostered. Yeah. <laughs> well, not quite. You know, there was the 30% of people that just just for whatever reason, were like, well, yeah. I'm going to be different. Well, why? Why were you different? <laughs> it was stupid. Like, you had to know the downside of Taysom Hill was still a dozen points, and that's probably better than any other tight end ROI on the board. Like, why yeah. would you do that to yourself? We talked about it on the podcast. Hopefully you had Taysom Hill. Because if you had Taysom Hill, he was cashed in most spots, you'd hope. Yeah, but it was yeah. best Taysom Hill lineup wins. He scored 24 points. I don't know what it's going to be this week, but let's let's chat about it and transition here to it. What do you make of him going on the road now to Denver? It's one thing to be at home and, and you know, you have all the toys and you're you're in your own building and you beat the Falcons. What do you have to go on the road here where, you know, good football goes to die in Denver? We all know that. Right. Well, here's the thing. It's just – in general, I don't think I'm going to be rostering Taysom Hill in too many spots. He did have touchdowns, which is nice, but I'm just not a fan of him. The one thing that I will say is Michael Thomas looked great with him. So I no longer fear Michael Thomas. He's a decent price this week, too. I think 7700 somewhere in that neighborhood on, on FanDuel. <clears throat> so I, I like Thomas moving forward, but it hurt Kamara. I know Kamara had the foot thing, too, but no catches in the, in the first time. It, he's been in the NFL, not caught a ball in a game. So 
Uh, that was surprising. The way they used Lap Murray was surprising. And the only guys that caught balls were Thomas and Sanders. That was it. So I'm just not going to be a fan of Taysom Hill moving forward now that he's no longer available in the tight end. Well, yeah. Now they've moved him like DK did over to uh, the quarterback position, which is where he should have been the first place. I mean, how many snaps has he taken as a tight end this year? I mean, if anything, he was more of a running back at one point. He, well, I mean, he runs his most most of his routes or most of his plays are from the wide receiver position. So right. Like, until like this tight game. end is like the last. Like I would put him at kicker before I put him at freaking tight end. Like it just makes no sense to me. Uh, but you know what would have been fascinating had they kept him eligible, but just elevated his price. Like if you made him like an eight thousand dollar tight end or something like yeah, that. Yeah, him and Kelsey have the same <laughs> price, right? That would have been fascinating. Like, then, then there's some debate. I think you like, still play him. I mean, I don't know. It's it well because he has control of the ball, and I think that's the whole thing. We keep talking about guys who control their own scoring destiny, and and look, how many other know, tight ends are running for two touchdowns? You know what I mean? So exactly <laughs> about getting one. We're dying to get one freaking touchdown from a tight end, and this guy's got opportunity for multiple. And I think that's just it. it look, it's the right change. But it would have been fun. I think that's that's the only thing. I think, you know, when you look back on it, that would have been a fun little wrinkle there potentially to throw in there. And I want to pause, too, and talk about how good Herbert's been. You know, Keenan Allen's on pace for 175 targets this year, uh, 130 catches. Herbert's on pace for 4,500 passing yards. That would be a rookie record. I mean, this kid's just really not getting enough credit when all said and done. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, look, there, there were a lot of people that questioned this pick, including myself, the, you know. Uh, Herbert had not shown the skill that he has shown this year with the chargers at Oregon. And we knew he was, he had a huge arm and he was really great running the ball. We saw that in the Rose ball. Uh, and he honestly, he hasn't even shown that tool off yet, uh, for the chargers, but yeah, he's been great. And him and Keenan Allen have a great connection right now. I don't know that he has that with anybody else on the team. Mike Williams has been pretty good. Uh, Hunter Henry's improved as the year has gone on with him. But it's going to be interesting to see, you know, Austin Eckler activated off the IR. We're not 100% sure he's going to play this weekend, but it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back in and wrinkles this offense a little bit with Justin Herbert. But that's just another good tool for Herbert. So I'm excited for it. We could be looking at a high-impact offense by the end of the year for sure. And on the DK side of things, <clears throat> Taysom Hill was 4,800. So obviously he was, you know... <laughs> Actually, it's actually funny. He was only 17% rostered in the million dollar contest. I thought that would have been through the roof. Like, yeah. I, that, I mean, I just because of the, the value you're getting and usually on DK, I like to pay down a quarterback a little bit. I'm shocked that it wasn't more. I mean, I know there were some other options there that were cheap. Like Alex Smith was a cheap, interesting option. And a couple other guys you could make cases for, uh, but this one Hill cook, Ahmed Thielen, Keenan Allen, Deontay Johnson, Goddard, C.D. Lamb. And, oh, wait, the Browns defense scored 20 points we talked about. Even without Miles yeah. Garrett, they skilled, still five sacks, two picks. I mean, safety, uh, defensive touchdown, just marvelous, marvelous for the Browns. <laughs> we talked about them at length last week on the, the DFS show. The Eagles are so rough. I mean, you know, it, it's, it's unfortunate that Seattle is playing them this week on Monday Night Football because – you, you uh, I mean, Carson Wentz is leading the league in picks and fumbles. So anytime you want to start whoever is playing against Carson Wentz, but in my opinion, there's probably only one defense to start this week. And we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow, but uh, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a fun one. Well, look, let's start with the Thanksgiving games. Let's start to look ahead. Cause we've got a lot of stuff to break down here. Um, Thursday, you got the Texans lions, Washington football game and the uh, Cowboys. And then hopefully 
the Ravens and the Steelers. My guess Probably is Probably not. Yeah, I I would guess that that game doesn't get played. Do you think it game. doesn't get played or the NFL just goes, "We want this game, go find somebody to play to the Ravens." No, I think they move it back to Monday. I think that's what's going to happen. So, uh I mean, we'll, well if, see. As we stand right now, there's nine positive cases uh for for the Ravens and two days in a row that there's been new positive cases. So, if there's one more uh, tomorrow, as we record this, then I think the game is going to get moved. I think they would push it back to Monday. So we'll see. Well, here's the thing. If it stays on that slate and they go with practice squad guys or whatever it ends up being, I'm just telling you immediately, like the Steelers defense scored 18 points against the Ravens last time when they were full yeah. strength. I would, I would, that's my immediate first click is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And then I'd be looking, honestly, I want to have both of the running backs over there for Washington. I like McKissick and I like Gibson. That's yeah. where I'm going for running back. And you know, you can go with Zeke too. I don't mind Zeke. They they made some adjustments on the offensive line and when the adjustments they made and some personnel, they went from bottom of the barrel to like the top 5 last week. The only so, adjustment was smashing watermelons pregame. That's well, that was, too. That Mike was a McCarthy. big That's always a big adjustment, <laughs> the smashing of the watermelons. And then I um, I would roll out naked Deshaun Watson, the Steelers, the yeah. two backs for Washington and then the the wide receivers for the Steelers. To me, it's easy. That's my, that's, that's my thing. Right Lamb could be a, a nice play here for uh, Dallas as well. And um, Marvin Jones, not a bad play against that porous Houston defense. If we get Swift back too, uh Swift would be nice against Houston still dead last in giving up rushing yards to Texans. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, look, the lions, God, what a, what an embarrassment last week. Oh God. Shut yeah. out, shut out. That, well, that like there's just Matt Stafford should not have played like he has a torn well, ligament he, in his first of all he's got hand. a torn ligament in his thumb and he's playing with a center who's who's not playing well like that is a terrible combination of things <laughs> what yeah. do you think about it Ugh, yeah. God, yeah they're a mess I mean Patricia's gone at the end of this year so uh I think they have to make that move he has been terrible um in making bad decisions putting Stafford in that game was a bad decision so uh, I'm absolutely with you on that all right, let's continue on here with week 12, and let's get to the uh, 1 o'clock games on Sunday. A little hot take action for you. Look, Tua got taken out of this game here with the Dolphins, but I imagine he bounces right back here against the Jets. I mean, the winless Jets is a perfect place to get your confidence back. Not that Tua necessarily needs more confidence because the guy is just oozing confidence, but you know, he had a bad game. Flores is in it to win it right now. He proved it even last year. He doesn't care. He wants to win football games. That's what he's getting paid to do, and I have a lot of respect for him for that. And he thought that Tua wasn't playing well, so he pulled him. So we'll see if that kind of motivates the kid a little bit. Do you expect a bounce back for Tua against the Jets? Um, I do. Yeah, I do. But this team is like, I expect the Dolphins to win this game, of course, because the Jets are just horrific. But mm-hmm. this is the 31st offense versus the 32nd offense. And uh, the Dolphins at 31 and the uh, Jets at 32 as far as total yards go. So uh, not great, but I, I do think they can improve. But I mean, do you want to start anyone in this game at all? Um, well, look, I'll say this, you know, low cost Perryman is interesting. Um, and that's Mims has a lot of air yards over the last couple of weeks. Mims, Mims Perryman, be a bad play. those two low cost wide receivers. Um, I think, you know, Crowder, Without Darnold is not Crowder. Uh, I think we've yes, proven that Perryman that. is his guy. And uh, I mean, they go back, they go back a ways together because they were both in Baltimore at the same time. Perryman, if memory yeah. serves. And Flatman, um, so yeah. there's a familiarity there. And um, I, I don't know, maybe, uh, maybe Ahmed as well. 
I think Ahmed falls in the end zone here in this game. I would be surprised if he didn't. I'll tell you what, like the Dolphins defense. I think that's another, you know, yeah. cog that I would throw in there. You know, the Jets yeah. are always good. I mean, for they're something. not the defense I'm talking about, but that's a decent option. It's a decent one. I think I know the defense you're talking about, but we'll we'll get to it. All right, <laughs> Cardinals and Pats. The Pats coming off a very disappointing uh situation there, obviously. I mean, what a what a trade, right? I mean, you should go in there and just run the ball down Houston's throat at Cam Newton's throwing for 300 something yards. What in the hell are we doing? But what anyway, Cardinals, look, Kyler Murray's dealing with a sprained AC joint. I had that myself. It is no fun. So that's a little, you know, a little worrisome here. Did you get the goofballs? Oh, I got the, I, I, not only did I get the goofballs, I got the goofballs shot directly into the bone. And let me tell oh. you, I, I went out right after and I lifted up my car and I walked it home. I was, I, <laughs> is the one and only time I've ever had steroids in my body. And I was like, wow, it's a good thing I never did this before because I wouldn't be doing this all the time. Mark McGuire ain't got nothing on me. I would be all over that piece, man. Let me tell you, I just felt so good. I felt I felt like they injected lightning into me. It was amazing. And yeah, yeah that's and when that, it started well, that, to feel better. Well, Murray will get that pregame, so he'll be okay. Yeah, yeah well, you know, well, maybe he could lift an offensive lineman after. I don't know. But I would imagine here, you know, Cardinals and Hopkins – you know, it's the usual suspects here for me in this one. But are, are you excited about rolling Kyler Murray out against the Patriots? I mean, I don't know. I mean, Patriots defense is is good, not great for me. I I I think this is going to be low percentage owned. And I guess the question is, what do you see potentially out of this? Because uh, it's very expensive to get in with the Cardinals, regardless of the matchup. Yeah, I'm okay with buying the Cardinals, but like you said, you, you know, your your ROI is going to be even. I don't think it's going to be very positive with those guys. So if you want to start them there, you know, Murray and Hopkins are options every single week, but return on investment is probably going to be about even. So if, if you're just looking for um, a, a decent game, that's expensive, then I am okay with those guys for sure. All right, let's move on to the Panthers and Vikings. So we'll see if Teddy B's knee is good enough. And then the Vikings, look, that was a terrible loss for them. They should be 5-5 five and five right now and sitting pretty, especially after Green Bay lost to Indianapolis. Oh, Vikings, you had it. You ruined it for me. And now Bogman gets to make fun of me about it. So here we go. Go ahead. Well, go ahead, do it. It's you know, it's, it's, uh, it's more of a black book shtick, but you do. I mean, you picked the Vikings to make the, the playoffs a couple weeks ago. And they're just, I think the roster is good enough, but they're not playing like it. They're so hit or miss. Some weeks they look great. They could beat anybody the next week. Uh, you know, they're, they're dropping a game that they should win. So they're just way too inconsistent. The only consistent thing on this uh, squad is Dalvin cook. Adam Thielen may not go this week and he's on the COVID list. So we'll see if he gets activated before that. We're still not sure if he actually has it because he would definitely miss if he had it or if he's a contact guy. So uh, still waiting on that. But uh, I mean, Dalvin cook, decent start every single week. Oh yeah. Look, and look, the Panthers are four and super seven and the Panthers. Week, yeah, he is, but he was super expensive last week and he was still, you know, premium talent produces premium results. If you want to lock Very that true. in, that's what you do. Uh, there's no Taysom Hill at 4,500 at, at tight end to help you, <laughs> but you know, you, you gotta, you know, take your shot sometimes. Now, um, what'd you think of PJ Walker? Cause it seemed like, you know, he made some bad decisions, but he had some good throws in there too. I, I don't think it was all wow. bad for sure. What was great about it was throwing the ball to DJ Moore. I mean, we talked uh, about the Robbie yeah, Anderson about connection, yeah. Uh, but but uh, he DJ Moore looked excellent in that game uh, last week, and uh, I like that moving forward. So I I and by the way, can we just get a determining it? Because some people call him Philip Walker, some people call him PJ Walker. 
what does he want to be called? I, I would assume it's PJ Walker. So uh, we'll, we'll see. But uh, I'm hoping Teddy B's back in there. I just think that's better for the offense as a whole. It was uh, call him Jimmy Walker if you want, or I can call him Jimmy uh, Walker, Skywalker, or uh, I don't know. I'm trying to get other walkers. Paul Walker, also a famous <laughs> walker. Yeah, uh, walk in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the the White Walker. I mean, that's another oh, walker. White Walkers. Yes. All yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, how about Cross that? Cross Walker. Right. Yeah. Cross walking. <laughs> All right, let's talk about the Browns and Jaguars. Um, look, I like Chubb last week. I'm gonna like Chubb this week against the Jaguars. Just keeping it real. I'm the king yeah. of keeping it real. Everybody knows that. And uh, Jaguars not very good. Um, Baker Mayfield doesn't really throw the ball anymore. I don't know if the Browns are gonna bring the weather with them this time. <laughs> but it's <laughs> the thing. It's been amazing because the last three games there in Cleveland, the weather has just kind of ruined any game plan. It's just been all running the football, but. They're winning games. They're seven and three. They're That's on the, the inside. Game plan for them anyway. Because it is, Baker but it's it's exasperated because of it. And they're seven and three. And meanwhile, the Ravens are on the outside looking in. Who would have thought that? But I mean, I'm I'm good here with uh, Nick Chubb and just kind of leaving this game alone. Uh, By the way, you're right. Looking at it right now, possible light rain. And there you go. The only you game go. Uh, that we've got one overcast is you know Baltimore and Pittsburgh on. Uh, Thursday night, if that game even gets played on Thursday night. Uh, every other game is clear, clear, dome, clear, clear, partly cloudy, mostly cloudy, and then possible rain in the Cleveland game. So it, Cleveland it, brings they the love weather. It. Yeah, they love they it. Love That's it. what I want to do. Get in the mud. Uh, like, uh, he loves the slop. What was he that loves that the slop? Felt? Yeah, he loves the slop. Right <laughs> when they were talking about the horse racing. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Titans at Colts. Colts seek out a victory against the Green Bay Packers this past week. Titans get back on track. These two teams are seven and three. This is like a playoff game right here. These two locked up two weeks ago. And honestly, Tennessee should have won that football game. They had a bad punt. They had a missed field goal. They had a turnover all within like the span of five minutes. And the Colts just didn't look back. So I guess here's the question, you know, are we buying into the Colts a little too much after these wins that they keep kind of eking out and giving them too much credit? Or do they deserve more credit than we're giving them because they are finding ways to win football games with that defense? I mean, I think if they had a good quarterback, they would be a really hard team to beat because that defense is strong. So, it is. Um, you know, they, they had to go toe-to-toe with the Packers last week, but they won, and, and they keep pulling those games out. Uh, the thing that I really like about the Colts recently, and it's not going to be Jonathan Taylor, even though he was the guy with all the carries this week, and they're playing musical chairs there, you know, I know they said it was going to be hot hand, but it's literally gone Wilkins, Hines, Taylor in the last three weeks, which is super <clears> obnoxious. Right. But Michael Pittman has looked great yep. since he's been back. So I'm really Another, excited about him. And I was high on him coming into the year, too. I had drafted some shares of him in some leagues, yeah. and I had to cut him because he just wasn't playing. And, yeah, you know, you got to well, make that moves. break and then compartment stuff. syndrome, too. I yeah. mean, that's nasty stuff. If you're a normal guy, you know. I might take your leg with that, but NFL player got in there and he's back playing already. He's, that's an incredible turnaround for him. Tough guy right there. And another one of the great rookie wideouts this year. I mean, it is stunning how good that class is. I mean, just yeah. stunning. And we're only year one into it. Like, I'm sure there's going to be two guys next year that are even better than some of the guys we're talking about. Like, like where's Van Jefferson next year? Like, like all these, like, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like these guys that aren't even on our radar. You know, Mims is kind of quiet right now. What if he gets Trevor Lawrence at quarterback? What's Ruggs, that going to look like? Rugs has been quiet. You know, if yeah. Rugs is healthy, if if Rager plays well, I, I mean, and we were already talking about CD and and Judy and and Claypool and and Jeff. I mean, it's, it's crazy how good they're all. Yeah. And 
you know, Jefferson was the one that I was on it. I felt like I was on an Island by myself and everyone's like, no, 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 you, Joe, go sit or go sit in the corner. Welsh loved Jefferson too. And, uh, I kept making fun of him because he took him in too many drafts. And then when we got to draft season, I was taking him. So I think, I mm-hmm. feel like I have more shares of Jefferson than Welsh does. And it has absolutely paid off for me. That's funny. That's that's irony right there. All right. Giants at Bengals. Finley's going to be playing quarterback. Is this the, is this the defense you're looking for? Yep. Cause this is the it defense sure I'm looking is. for. I've already yep. got it in a lineup right here. New York giants. There it is. <laughs> $4,300 on FanDuel against oh. Cincinnati. And the giants defense isn't terrible. Like they're not, and they're terrible. coming off a bye. They're I rested. So rested. they're rested for this horrid offensive line with Ryan holds the ball too long. Finley. It is going to be <laughs> ugly. They're going to have a million sacks, uh, probably a couple picks too. This is going to be a great game for them. Yeah, Six point road favorites for anyone in the NFC. East God, I want the Giants crazy. You know, I could kick myself because at one point in time, the Giants were 10 to one to make the playoffs. And I want and This is before <laughs> this is before or maybe it was even more. It might even be 14 to one. And this was before they played the Eagles in that game. Remember a couple of weeks? Not not this recent one. The 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 one before this where the giant where Daniel Jones fell, you know, running the football that yeah, game. Yeah. And the Giants should have won that football game. And I was like, okay, maybe I was maybe I was feeling myself a little bit too much. Maybe I was a little <laughs> bit overgrown. Okay. And now I'm sitting here going, man, I wish I had that ticket. <laughs> because I feel like I'm, <laughs> because right now you look at the Giants, you're like, oh, the schedule is pretty favorable here for them. They could go beat the Bengals right now and just kind of keep plugging along. Uh, but yeah, give me the, you know, Daniel Jones, I think is an interesting play too this week. Um, Wayne Gallman has played. Look, Wayne Gallman's been good. steady. Stay what yeah. you want about Wayne Gallman and especially the price. He's 5,700 on FanDuel. Sure. I mean, that's a nice flex player RB2. That allows you to get Cook. That allows you to get Chubb or any of the other guys you want. Uh, Chargers at Bills. Bills coming off a bye. Love Josh Allen in this game. Love Diggs in this game. Off the bye. The Chargers can't stop anybody, not even the Jets. If you want to go the other side of this game, like this is the load up yeah. game for me. It's yeah, yeah, Allen yeah. and Herbert and Allen and uh, anyone else named Allen. Can I get Keenan Allen, Josh Allen? I, get, I don't care any Allen it is. Tim Allen. Tim Allen. <laughs> we get a kind of Allen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. This is a stack. Allen digs all these game guys. Stack game stack yeah, it. Game stack it. This, Especially if Brown is out. Be the highest if, over. If Brown is out, it makes me feel even better about digs, man. Yeah, yeah. I, and um, I mean. I wouldn't be willing to play Eckler first game back, right? That's the only guy. You're asking the wrong guy right. because I'm the dude playing everybody first game back and every time it's worked. So, okay. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm that dude right now. Like, I yeah. feel like I'm just, and it's worked. So I guess I like nothing is reinforcing that it's not the right thing to do. So, yeah, I mean, true. Eckler is 6,500. This is the kind of time to do price. it. Yeah. It's not a bad price. I just, they like what Balaj has been doing. So that's my, my hesitation. I can't believe I'm saying that. I can't believe I'm hesitating no, on. Austin I, Eckler, I, I, who I love. For I, Caleb I, I, no, listen, listen, you, you no. I'm not going to friends. Don't let friends start Caleb Balaj over or instead of Eckler or whatever that is, whatever, whatever the saying could be, I'm not going to let it happen to you. No, you go back. And in fact, Eckler might be one of the best returns this week because people will be, let me wait and see. And how many times do you have to get hit over the head with the let me wait and see being wrong? I mean, it's just been wrong every single time. So enough already. Like I'm in, I'm in it. I'm on it. I want it. Let's do it. Um, Let's move on here to the next one. Um, San Francisco 49ers and Rams Raiders and Falcons. Um, 
look, I like Aguilar against the Falcons. I think we can all agree on that. Jacob certainly has a good spot there. Darren Waller is a pay up for me this week against the Falcons. Um, you know, just because I feel like at this point, you know, when you give up that many points to tight ends, you just got to do it in the San Francisco Rams game. Look, I think it's the same thing. The Rams going to throw the football. That's it. So it's cup it's woods. That's what they're going to do. And that's it. Like that's to me, it's kind of simple. Those two games. Yeah. I'm, I'm with the Raiders. I like Derek Carr. If you want to be cheap on quarterback against the Falcons, uh, I mean, you just named two of their targets. So Carr is not a bad option either. And, I, Jordan Reed is a decent price if you're looking for a cheap tight end. I think he's five thousand, so you know maybe pay the pay the five thousand, see if he gets in the end zone. I like that as well. Can't trust any of the running backs in that Niners Rams game in anyone outside of Cup and uh, uh, Cup and uh, well Reynolds. Ah, Reynolds disappeared on Monday night though. So yeah, no, I see. I Cup can't, and Woods. can't go it. dancing with those secondary guys because yeah, they all. You're, you're right. Cup and Woods, and the thing about Cup and Woods is they make their own fantasy value because they have so much run after the catch. Yeah. And, and they're going to extend things and get your bonus points and all that. And I think that's that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the bonus point guys when it comes down to the wide receivers and the Rams, and those are the two guys that do it. The other guys are too touchdown dependent. They have to get in the end zone in order to return that, and I think that's what we're looking for. Um, all right, let's move on here to the Saints and Broncos. I'm sketch on this one, man. Like, as all in as I was last week on that Saints game, uh, I'm, I, I don't know why I just, I don't trust anyone in Denver. I just, I hate, <laughs> I hate Denver. I hate it so much because they're not a good football team, but you know, they they're scrappy. Eight. They beat Miami last week. I, don't I know, know, but they're not a good football team. Like there's no, nothing you not. can say or anybody could say it could make me feel good about them, but geez, like at a certain point, like I, I know I should buy in, but I just can't do it. So I, I'm going to say, I'm just going to kind of leave this one alone, I think, but are you going to be investing in this one? I'm okay with Michael Thomas. That's it. I don't want anything else in this game. All right. That's fair. By the way, looking here on FanDuel, there's a really fascinating grouping of, of wide receivers under 6K this week. Darius Slayton is a 5'9". Samuel's a 5'9". Perryman's a 5'9". Then you go down to Judy at 5'7". Pittman at 5'7". Mims at 5'6". There's a lot of value here uh, on wide receiver this week. There's just, yeah. especially, and it's because you have the isolated three games on Thanksgiving and everything else going on there. So right, right. things get a little different there, but that's, that's kind of fascinating to look at what the board looks like. You know, we try to do that. We try to step back, look at the full picture of what's going on here. And this week, there's a lot of value wide receivers. Some weeks there's, there's, you know, not quite as much depth there that you like the matchups and like the guys who are, you know, under 6K, but there's a fair amount. That helps you pay up for Dalvin Cook, who you were a little worried about before. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cook is just 11,000 is a lot. It's a lot. It is. It is. But, I mean, that's that's how good he is. You know, of all those guys, who do you like the most? You had Mims, Pittman, Judy, uh, Pittman. Perryman, Samuel. Samuel's been pretty good, too. Is it Pittman Pitt, for you? Pittman, and it's not close to me. Like, I, I, Curtis Samuel's been fine. But Pittman has looked great. The last couple of weeks, they got to get him the ball more. It's Philip Rivers, but it's it's also the Titans secondary is rough. So um, I I really I mean I like Pittman. The, the Titans are twenty seventh in the league, giving up two hundred sixty seven pass yards a game. I think Pittman's going to be a big chunk of that this week. Yeah, I like Pittman as well. So all right, two for two on that one. All right, uh, last game on the main slate here: Chiefs and Bucks. So um, <clears throat> look, we'll see here. I mean, you got to go back to running the football, Buccaneers. I mean, I don't want you to understand. You have to run the football for Tom Brady to be successful. Otherwise, you could drop everybody back in coverage, and he's going to throw picks. I've seen it the last three years as a Patriots fan. I'm seeing the same thing this year. 
Ronald Jones gets 100 yards. Leonard Fournette gets 100 yards. Oh, look, Tom Brady looks great. They look like the best team in the NFC. When they don't run the football, they look like they did last night. And uh, I got to tell you, you know, I don't think they stack up with the Chiefs. I think this is going to be a a wake-up call here. What do you think? Yeah, I think this is going to be a nice high-scoring point-for-point type of a game. I think think the throwing the ball down the field stuff is a little – uh, blown out of proportion for Brady. I think it's more about just not seeing the coverage that well. And Bruce Arians even said that. I don't know if that's something I would say about uh, Brady if I was his coach, but uh, I think this is going to be a nice point for point. The Bucks defense stops the run really, really well. So Mahomes going to have to throw. That plays into Mahomes' hands. So I like paying up for him this week for sure. And you can pay up for any of those uh, Chiefs wide receivers if you can make it happen. You know, Hill uh kelsey anybody i'm i'm yeah. excited but this is gonna be a fun game wish it was the and, night game yeah you do too because the night game instead i mean aren't we in the point where they're flexing yet isn't it week 12 they should we start be. To fl- yeah but Ugh. they might flex steelers ravens there if it oh, if it gets God. pushed back to sunday <laughs> oh that's fine too but i don't want to yeah. watch bears packers yeah, I do not want to. How many times have I watched so the many Bears and Packers Bears. fans, Joe? They, they're uh, going to keep I that. I know, one but I've already had ratings. to watch the Bears on primetime so much this year. Like, I'm so sick of the and Monday. And won't even say so, who's starting. Uh, well, because he can't, because they're all hurt. So, you know, who's I know who's finishing is the Packers. The Packers are going <laughs> to, and it's going to be all over the Bears. So, take that for whatever <laughs> you want to take it. Seattle Seahawks at Eagles, too. You want to talk about running amok? Oh, my God. Oh. Russell Wilson all over the Eagles. Oh, please. DK Metcalf and the Eagles. Ugh, Seattle's defense is never going to look so good as they will against the Eagles this week. <laughs> but here's a fascinating stat. All right. Carson Wentz, his quarterback rating is worse with a clean pocket than it is under pressure. I mean, that's just let that sink in. Let's he's got to go. Like, and it's not that he's bad. I think he just needs to get out of Philly and re, you know, get to a, a new team and get more comfortable because he is clearly uncomfortable playing behind that line who's all hurt kelsey got banged up last week for them as well so it's ugly in philly right now and i don't have you know i would normally love to to roll out whoever's playing against seattle but if you're playing anything in that monday lineup you just can't do it carson wentz has been too rough recently i agree it's not looking good and i can only imagine hurts isn't showing them anything in practice otherwise they would have taken him out for hurts yeah like hurts mustn't really just not be ready because at a certain point you got to make this change you gotta say okay let's let's go let's try something let's let's you know what do we have to lose here we're we're three six and one for god's sakes i mean the division is like it's literally up for grabs again i thought last year it couldn't get any worse i was wrong it's worse it's way (laughs) way worse and we'll be here for you now look i know it's the holiday but we're still going to drop the dfs show on thursday so don't worry you can listen to that instead of talking to your family if you want, or you could listen to that on the drive if you want as well. So DFS preview show will be out on Thursday as usual, and the waging show, wagering show on Friday as well. You can follow us on Twitter at Bogman Sports, at Joe Pizapia17, and of course at Line Star App and Line Star NFL. That'll do it for us. There's nothing left to do now except down, sit. You've been listening to the pre-snap podcast brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, drop a review, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy football experts Joe Pizapia and Scott Bogman.